You want some highlights, I know you do, of what's happened in the last 24 hours of Vikings land, what the writers are talking about. Well, here in this latest episode of the Vikings Daily Opener, I'll be talking about how the contract deal for Daniil Hunter was revealed, Alexander Madison gave an update on his hamstring injury, the Vikings also signed an offensive tackle, they waived one as well, the safety position was discussed in detail yesterday, including a potential of Scene, Ward, and Bynum in the future. Don't miss the Real Forno Show's analysis of the Vikings' safeties and this upcoming season. Plus, I'll take a look at the history of the players that wore number 38 for your Minnesota Vikings. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener. This day, Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. And what a beautiful Thursday it is. We are going to start out first with Tyler Fornis, co-founder of Vikings First and Skull, over on the Vikings Wire. He writes... Contract details for Daniil Hunter are revealed. Tyler shares with you the information on Daniil Hunter's restructured contract. The info came out yesterday. On Sunday morning, the Minnesota Vikings agreed to a restructured deal for edge rusher Daniil Hunter, which included $5.5 million in signing bonus, $10 $10 million in base salary, $1.5 million in per-game roster bonuses, all fully guaranteed, and a $3 million in incentives, according to ESPN's Field Yates. The contract details are now official. The surprise here is that the Vikings general manager, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, decided to absorb so much of a cap hit in 2023 instead of pushing it out further. This is a bold move by the Vikings, who had over $18 million in cap space for 2023. That space gave them the freedom to make this decision. It is worth noting that Hunter's dead cap hit, if he plays elsewhere in 2024, will be slightly less than $15 million. This means that the Vikings have made a significant commitment to Hunter, and they are willing to pay a premium to keep him in Minnesota for the foreseeable future. With approximately $10.27 million remaining presently on the 2023 salary cap, meaning just under $8 million went towards this year's cap, the Vikings could potentially use this extra money to extend both wide receiver Justin Jefferson and tight end TJ Hawkinson for this season. And we know with extensions, money can be moved around and still leave enough for a rainy day fund. This would be a smart move by the Vikings, who are looking to build a strong and competitive team, not only for this year, but for the future. Thank you, Tyler. Our next piece is again from Tyler over on Vikings Wire. 
Alexander Madison on his hamstring injury. Quote, I should be okay. The Minnesota Vikings had a great practice yesterday. Tyler was there. But unfortunately, there were few injuries to report. Running back Alexander Madison suffered a hamstring injury towards the end of the team drills. However, according to Madison himself, quote, I should be okay. While we never want to see any of our players hurt, it is a relief to hear that the injury does not appear to be too serious. As you know, Alexander Madison is a key player for the Vikings. He's expected to be the starting running back in the upcoming season. So having him sidelined for an extended period of time could be a concern. However, it's still early in training camp. And the Vikings have some promising young players who will be able to step up and take more reps in the meantime. It's important for Madison to take the time to recover fully from his injury, though. Hamstrings, and that's what everybody's assuming, they can be tricky. And if not healed properly, can linger throughout the season. We don't want that. We're confident the Vikings medical staff will make sure he receives the proper treatment and care so that he can return to the field as soon as possible. In the meantime, we get a little bit more Ty Chandler and Dwayne McBride because Kene Nwangu has also been missing for some undisclosed reason. Now on to our next story. We're going over to the Daily Norseman, where the Grand Poobah himself is reporting on Viking sign OT Christian Delaro wave OT Sam Schluter. A former Bronco, just like everyone expected. Yesterday, the team signed offensive tackle Christian Delaro, a former Bronco, and waived offensive lineman Sam Schluter due to a non-football illness. Delaro is no stranger to the league, having bounced around from multiple practice squads after going undrafted out of the University of Illinois in 2018. He signed with the Cleveland Browns and then proceeded to move around to several other teams before joining the Broncos in October of last year. He was promoted to the active roster in December and played in three games for the Broncos in 2022 for a grand total of five his entire career. Schluter, on the other hand, spent time with the 49ers practice squad last year after going undrafted. The Vikings signed him earlier this offseason after a tryout. We wish him a speedy recovery and hope to see him back on the field soon. And that's concerning that non-football illness. With the signing of Delaro, the Vikings are adding depth to their offensive line, which was a point of concern last season. The team has made several other moves in the offseason to address their needs, but this one just feels like a roster-filling exercise to provide tackle depth. Hey. Who knows? Maybe it could have been Dalton Reisner instead, but they went with Delaro. Thank you, Christopher. The next story, back to Vikings Wire. This one again from Tyler. Tyler's a busy, busy man. Vikings state of the roster, safety. 
Yesterday, Tyler took a closer look at the Viking safety position. The safety group has had an interesting season last year, with Harrison Smith and Cameron Bynum being asked to play mostly deep in a cover two shell or in quarters, hindering their maximum effectiveness. Why? Because of Ed Donachel. Harrison Smith, an 11-year veteran, is the longest-tenured member of the Vikings' defense. Smith is at his best when he's able to roam around the back end of a defense. He can play deep, but is most effective in the box. In his career, Smith has 16.5 sacks and 43 tackles for loss. However, in 2022, he recorded zero sacks and only one tackle for loss. Despite this, Smith did tie his career high with five interceptions. But allowing him to play like himself wasn't in the cards, and his performance reflected that. Cam Bynum, on the other hand, was fine playing as a deep safety, but he got taken of advantage of on certain concepts and didn't have the athleticism to make up the ground and compensate for his mistakes. Despite this, he did have two interceptions and started all 17 games due to Lewis Seen's injury. At his best, Bynum is only slightly above average at the position. Lewis Seen only played in two defensive snaps, due to breaking his leg in the Week 4 matchup against the New Orleans Saints in London. That was the point where Ed Donatel was going to start rotating him into the defense, but that never came to fruition. However, Seen has elite athleticism for the position, and he's in line to compete for a starting position with Bynum. Josh Metellus played sparingly as a safety in 2022, but he made it count when he did play. He secured the game-winning interception against the Detroit Lions in Week 3 and was a special teams ace, blocking punts in both Weeks 16 and 17. His special teams prowess will likely keep him on the team and used in the big nickel package. Jay Ward is a wild card. He has experience playing everywhere on the back end of the defense and could be utilized by defensive coordinator Brian Flores in a myriad of ways. Expect him to work a lot in the slot and in the box during his early snaps. Looking ahead to the upcoming season, the safety group has high expectations. Smith can still play at an all-pro level, and Flores is going to use him in a versatile way, the way he should be. Bynum is in line to be a starter at the beginning of the season, but can Seen fighting for his job be right on his tail? The hope is that Seen takes the job sooner rather than later because of his draft pedigree and elite athleticism for the position. With Smith's contract having a void option reportedly, even though he's under contract through 2025, and Metellus' contract expiring after this year is done, the safety room is going to be built on Scene, Ward, and Bynum moving on into the future. That is a really good 
trio to have. All three can do different things and be versatile at the back end of the defense. Doing so will give Flores the ability to take advantages of matchups in multiple spots. However, it is possible the Vikings could choose to continue with Smith's contract and bring back Josh Metellus on a hopefully relatively small deal. But that seems improbable, but not out of the question. Lewis Seen has the opportunity this season to make a case for himself in either role, and he needs to step up and do just that. Well, that led into last night's The Real Forno Show, where Tyler joined myself, and we talked about the state of the Vikings, the safeties, Smith, Bynum, Metellus, and company. Last night on The Real Forno Show, Tyler and I got into an in-depth analysis of the Minnesota Vikings safety for the upcoming 2023 season. After one week of training camp, practices at TCO Performance Center, the Minnesota Vikings have a lot of intriguing battles going on. And one thing that stood out was the safety group. Five of the six safeties are currently projected to make the roster and they are worthy of a roster spot. It is a diverse group that can do a variety of things on the back end. We took a closer look at the safety room. With Smith aging and Metellus' contract expiring after this year, the safety room next year could very well be Seen, Ward, and Bynum. That is a really good trio to build upon, and all three can do different things and be versatile on the back end of a defense. Doing so will give Flores the ability to take advantage of those matchups in multiple spots if he's with the Vikings next year. And Odin, please make that so. Looking back at the performance of the safeties in 2022, the safeties were an interesting group last season. They were asked to play mostly deep cover two shell or quarters. Thank you, Ed Donashell hindering the maximum effectiveness of both Bynum and Smith. Looking ahead to this season, this group has really high expectations and should have them. Smith can still play at that all-pro level, and Flores is going to use him in a versatile way. Bynum is in line to be a starter this season. He's going to have to step up to keep that spot because Lewis Seen is aiming to take it. The hope is that Seen can take that job. But we'll have to see. All this was last night on The Real Forno Show, and we absolutely love everybody that joins us in the chat to discuss all of this. It was a good show, and if you haven't seen it, The Real Forno Show goes live on the Vikings First and Skull YouTube page Mondays and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. I am way too late to take a commercial break, but I'm going to do it anyway, so we can insert wonderful ads that help us earn a little bit of beer money. I'll be right back. And I'm back. Did you know there's only 38 days until the season opener against that Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's right. 38 days until we're watching football that actually counts. Today, we take a look at the, at the history of the Minnesota Vikings and the players that have worn the number 38. While some players may not have made a significant impact, 
impact on the team, and there's quite a few of those, there are a few standout players that are worth mentioning. One such player was Todd Scott, who played for the Vikings from 1991 to 1994. Scott was a defensive back, a safety, who made a significant impact on the team during his time there, and he was a one-time Pro Bowler in 92 and was a key part of the Vikings' defense during the early 90s. Another player who wore the number 38 was Vikings' Bob Tucker. Tucker played for the Vikings from 1977 to 1980 and was a solid tight end during his time with the team. While he may not have been a standout player, Tucker was a reliable member of the team and contributed to the success of the team during that time period. Currently, Jalen Williams wears the number 38 for the Vikings. Williams is a cornerback that signed as an undrafted free agent and is buried on the current Vikings roster. While it still remains to be seen what kind of impact, if any at all, he will have on the team, we're just going to have to watch. That's what the preseason's for. The number 38 for the Minnesota Vikings hasn't been a real kind number in purple lore, but who knows? Maybe Jalen Williams will be the one to change all of that. We're just going to have to wait and see. That brings us to the end of the show. And as far as Vikings first and skull goes, Tyler is going to be out at tonight's training camp practice. While the rest of us are watching the Hall of Fame game, Kellen Mond's starting. Yay! He's going to be out there actually taking notes and watching how the team does. Good for you, Tyler. We can't wait to hear about it. Tomorrow, you'll have another Vikings Daily Opener. Hopefully, Saturday, we'll have a Justin Day podcast. And then on Sunday, you'll have two old bloggers, myself and Darren Kimball. And we're going to be talking more about the training camp, K.J. Osborne being a free agent in 2024. And we're going to look ahead at the preseason opener on Thursday, next Thursday against the Seattle Seahawks. Sort of our warm-up to get into the season. So it'll be your first quasi-pregame show. <laughs> Make sure you come by and join us. That one's live on Vikings First and Skull YouTube page at 4 o'clock Central. Oh, and over on the written side, we have two stories coming out this afternoon. So check it out over at Fans First Sports at FFSN.app. I will cover those tomorrow and looking forward to it. Hey, this has been Dave Stefano from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener this day, Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. And we have some football tonight. Yay! Y'all have a great day, safe day, and we'll see you tomorrow. What do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production.